guys, welcome. Yet again, another episode of Head to Total. As we all know, it's our podcast that pulls back the curtain on all things medical. Uh, wicked cool guest today, Andy Cox, who is a physician assistant extraordinaire at Synergy Health Partners Orthopedic Urgent Care in Southeast Michigan. Welcome, Andy. How are you? I'm excellent. How are you? Uh, I can hear some a little bit of something, something going on in the background. You're in, in the Greg Grant Sports Complex right now? Yeah, I'm in the uh, Greg Grant Sports Complex. They have youth basketball camp going on right now on the other side of the wall, and uh, the kids are having a lot of fun. You're going to go out and play a game of horse after this, aren't you? Absolutely. Yeah, show those kids what it's all about. Uh-huh. <laughs> What's the age range of the kids out there, Andy? So yeah, uh, I didn't look at them yet today, but yesterday they were from uh, like – I don't know, six, seven to some adult kids playing out there. So it's uh, it's quite a huge range. I want the audience to learn a little bit about you because you've got some great experience and, and that's why I wanted to have you on the show today. So can you tell us who you are, what you do, why you do it better? Yeah. So I'm a, right now I'm a physician assistant uh, with Synergy Health Partners. I, I do uh, our orthopedic urgent care uh, that just opened up here within the Greg Grant Sports Complex. Um, before that, I was a uh, EMT for a year and a paramedic for 10 years uh, at a company called MedStar Ambulance, uh, serving mostly Macomb County and a little bit of Detroit at the time. Um, loved the job, um, but wanted to do more. So I uh, told my family, hold on to your hats. I'm quitting my job and going back to school. <laughs> so um we all moved to Kalamazoo, and I went to school for five years and put all our lives on hold. Okay, so you've got to have some great stories about being an EMT in the city of Detroit. What is uh, one positive story that you can tell us about a situation that you were in in Detroit? Obviously, you see lots of trauma, lots of bad things happen, but you get to be a part of, you know, making it better for somebody, you know. Um, I always tell people when you work in EMS, you literally meet people during the 15 worst minutes of their life. Um, and, and you get to be an impact on that. Um, I've had lots of, lots of ugly calls, uh, in my career. Um, but, uh, you know, you get to make a difference for a lot of those people, you know? So when you decided to make the switch from EMT and, I had talked to you once before, and when you were an EMT, you were on a task force or there was something about you were like in the thick of it all with respect to a major event. Uh, I don't want to say terrorism. I don't want to say anything like but but it was a large scale emergency event. Can you talk a little about that? Yeah, after after 9-11, uh, a lot of things changed in um, emergency services and a lot of task forces were developed. Um, I headed up our company's, um, uh, special operations team. So I became our leader in, uh, disaster response, whether it was a terrorist attack or a natural disaster, even, um, I was involved in our hurricane Katrina relief when we went down there. Um, and then later, um, I became our team leader for our tactical medic program, and I was on the Macomb County SWAT team um, doing medical support for them. Is it just cool to say I was on the SWAT team? It is. I have a little plaque on my wall at home. (laughs) So you become a physician assistant. You make the transition. You become a physician assistant. 
Uh, and then you started working immediately for Synergy Health Partners or was there, did you have some other experience before that? No, I uh, came straight out of PA school and um, my preceptor actually helped me out with uh, getting a job here with Synergy Health Partners. Um, and uh, I came right out of school and started in orthopedics immediately. Awesome. Why orthopedics? So that's an interesting question. Everyone, including myself, assumed that with my emergency background that I would get involved in emergency medicine. But I've always had kind of a love for orthopedics, even as a, as a paramedic. But um, I feel like when I did my rotation in emergency medicine, I wasn't doing the same kinds of cool things that I was doing as a paramedic. Um, but I get to do a lot of cool things in orthopedics. So um, and it's just super interesting to my geeky self, I guess. So. You know, one of the things I love about you is you had mentioned that one of the big differences between being an EMT and seeing somebody's worst 15 minutes is now you get to see somebody at their worst 15 minutes, but you get to see all the follow-up care and the stuff that you get to help them along with. I mean, now you can see, you know, kid with a broken leg is now walking. I mean, that's all you. That's, that's a lot of responsibility. This is why I just do podcasting. This is uh, probably my favorite part of the job that I do now versus then. Um, you know, like I said before, you, yes, you get to see them at their worst 15 minutes and, and you have a huge impact on that emergency situation. But I never get to see them uh, in their recovery and, and how they've come through. And, and now I get to follow up with them from start to finish. And it's, it's awesome. So I, I know, Andy, that you skate, you play hockey, you're goalie, correct? Yep. What's uh, Where do you play? What is it a beer league? What's it all about? So I play actually a few different places. I play in some just drop-in type style hockey games um, throughout Macomb County. Actually, I play at Suburban Macomb, Mount Clemens Ice Arena, uh, mostly, uh, but a little bit down at St. Clair Shores, too. Do, do they pick you up for more than one game? I play on a team who... Uh, tries to replace me every chance they get. Um, <laughs> but uh, we are formerly known as the Bad Apples, but uh, we recently changed our team name to the Pheasants. That's a letter, Kenny, refer reference. <laughs> ah, nice. And I heard, too, not only do you skate, but you golf. I heard there may have been a charity golf outing that you participated, that you run, correct? What's that charity about? So um, I belong to an organization called the Nottingham Sportsman's Club. Um, we're a kind of a social uh, organization that does uh, raise money for charities as well. Our primary charities are uh, women and children's charities. Um, we Our big two are Kids on the Go, which is a great, great program, and uh, Lighthouse Outreach, another fantastic organization. Um, if anyone's interested, they can look those two organizations up. But we also donate money to MS Society and some other smaller charities as well. So talk to us a little bit about the orthopedic urgent care. Uh, we've heard some rumblings. I don't know still if everybody understands the concept of an orthopedic urgent care. And especially, you've got a captive audience there at the Greg Grant Sportsplex. Uh, what's it like on a daily basis? What happens? What are the injuries that you're seeing uh, how are things being triaged? Walk us through a day at the orthopedic urgent care at Greg Grant. Yeah, orthopedic urgent care. Uh, first, it's it's a 
awesome concept that is still relatively new, I think, but uh, it helps people that have an orthopedic injury. Maybe they rolled their ankle or broke their arm or wrist or something. It helps them skip some unnecessary steps in the healthcare system. So typically you'd, you know, fall down, hurt your ankle or your arm. You'd have to go to an emergency room or, or a traditional urgent care. They would refer you to somebody. You'd have to wait a few days and then and then see the orthopedic specialist. Now you can come in and see the orthopedic specialist right away. Um, so you're saving time and money by doing that. Um, so what we have here is an orthopedic urgent care within a sportsplex. Where do people hurt themselves? <laughs> yeah, I would just, yeah, just walking in there, I would hurt myself. So yes, yeah, so it's completely beneficial. And we're not only open to people that uh, have injured themselves here, obviously, but um, anyone can walk in at any time. Uh, we see a lot of back pains. We see a lot of ankles and wrist injuries so far since we've been going here. So, Andy, as we were discussing, the orthopedic urgent cares um, are starting to pop up more and more. They're, people are getting more familiar with when to use them. What's the difference and why would someone choose a Synergy Health Partners orthopedic urgent care versus another orthopedic urgent care? I think there's many reasons uh, to that question. Um, but one thing that Synergy Health Partners offers is one, we're, we're large. So we are on both sides of town, kind of in the Metro Detroit area. So it doesn't matter which side you live on or if you're over here playing a sport and get hurt and you want to follow up back on the other side of town, we have that available to you. Um, but one of the best things about Synergy Health Partners is we offer everything you're going to need from your first evaluation, maybe it's at our orthopedic urgent care, maybe you come into the office, you have surgery, you need an MRI or physical therapy. We offer all of that in one place so that you can have your complete uh, injury or or pain resolved within within our practice. I heard too that if uh, when I'm walking in my inappropriate shoes up and down stairs uh, and I fall, because we all know I will, uh, I can see someone like yourself in what, 20 minutes? Yeah, you will see a provider within 20 minutes if you come to our urgent care. Um, the nice part about that is those times are actually much less than that. The, the, the length of time it takes you to register and fill out a little bit of paperwork on our on our tablet is is the amount of time that it takes. Um, we're going to get you in. We're going to take an X-ray most likely, and you're going to see myself or one of the other providers right away. Andy, here's the thing. You know, some people come out of school, they don't know where to turn. I understand that you had some really good help and support, and they pointed you towards Synergy Health Partners Orthopedic Urgent Care. Uh, what's it like, and why would someone coming out of school or a seasoned veteran like yourself want to work with the team over at Synergy Health Partners Orthopedic Urgent Care? I think, honestly, for me, it's the people. We have the best people. And I know every employee is going to say that about their organization, or maybe they're not. But our doctors, our administrative staff, uh, and our support staff are all top-notch. And this is... As huge as we are, it's still a very close family, and that's what I love about it here. There's a rumor going around that in addition to the orthopedic urgent care, that Synergy Health Partners also is co-located with the physical therapy with you, which has got to be something that you love because uh, then you're really seeing the patient grow, correct? Oh, yeah. It's really nice because 
with our physical therapy being right here in the same location, if I see a patient and I think they would benefit from some early physical therapy, we can set them up with an evaluation on the spot and they can meet with the physical therapist that same day. I can imagine that unlike your traditional ER or some say ED or some say emergency room, um, that center has got to have a lot more equipment that's completely tailored to an orthopedic issue slash physical therapy. Um, how many square feet do you have there, Andy? And what's it, you know, are there treadmills? Are there, you're casting there? What's going on? Yeah, we have everything you would need for an orthopedic related event. I think we are somewhere near 1,200 square feet. Don't quote me on that. I wasn't part of the building I'm process. I'm quoting you, Andy. But, yeah. Okay. I don't know why you don't know the plans and the layouts <laughs> and everything. Um, but our, our physical therapy has, yeah, the treadmills. Um, they have a, uh, a weight machine and, you know, like a leg press machine, but they have, uh, all the things that you probably wouldn't see at a typical physical therapy. They have, um, uh, artificial turf to work on, uh, things like that. They have a, um, a sled that you can push and, and, and things designed for and geared for, uh, rehabbing the athlete as well. Great transition with athlete there, because I heard another rumor that you are leading a medical team at the Detroit Skating Center for their national qualifying competition coming up in July. Uh, can you talk about what's it like to start planning a medical situation and a medical team for an event? That's like over 350 uh, kids, adults uh, of all ages. What's, what's that all about? What's that like? Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of fun because it takes me back to my roots of uh, emergency preparedness planning. So um, you have an event like this, you you try and think of every possible scenario that could happen and and be ready for it. But it's it's even more challenging than that because you never really know what's going to happen, um, and you can't budget for the building falling down either. So you have to <laughs> you have to. Um, uh, try and plan for what you think is the most likely thing to happen so that you're prepared to help people when they need it. Um, but you know, you got to have, uh, the, the manpower, the equipment, it's a lot of, there's a lot of planning and processing that goes in to make it look super smooth when we, when we put it all together. Do you feel, um, or are there, uh, certain injuries that are more typical when it comes to, figure skating, ice dancing? Are you looking more at the ankle? Are you looking more at hips when there's a fall? What What is your take on that? It's going to be primarily ankles, wrists, and possibly head or neck injuries. You know, if they fall and, and hit their head or, or bend funny when they when they land, that, that could also cause some issues. Yeah, I was, um, I had the privilege of going out to the Detroit Skating Club uh, for an event uh, Kurt Browning was there. I don't know if you've ever met Kurt Browning, but he was there. Uh, and I had a few minutes to talk to him. Uh, and he says, yes, Colleen, falling on ice hurts. Cause it's amazing how they just bounce back up. Is there something about, you know, is it, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's easier when you're younger, but is there something in your body that just reacts that you're able to get up so quick and you, you skate, you, you, you play hockey, right? You're a goalie. Yes. Yeah. I'm yeah, a goalie. How the heck do you, yeah. I mean, what happens to the body when you're falling on ice like that? So we, uh, we all have that little adrenaline rush when we're, when we're out there performing, uh, with a thousand eyes looking at us. Uh, I think that has a lot to do with it, but these guys are, you know, fine tuned athletes too. And being in good shape helps tremendously. So you, you find a way to, 
dig down and put that pain away. Um, but I'll tell you what, when you get off the ice, it starts hurting a whole lot more. How often do you get a chance to play hockey these days with everything that you've got going on? I'm not playing nearly as much as I want to. Um, I try to get out, uh, once every week or two, but you know, there was a day when I was playing three, four days a week. That's what I would love to get back to. <laughs> but you know, it always amazes me to the difference between the hockey skate, the figure skate, uh, and everything that goes into the ankle stability and, and things of that nature. And as I watched Kurt skate, uh, you know, it's flawless, right? And the footwork that goes into it. Uh, does that lead to as they age uh, or as I age, which is happening too rapid, um, are those ligaments deteriorating? Are the muscles deteriorating? Is there something advice that you would give to athletes of that nature to help strengthen, to condition? You yourself as a hockey player, um, although you're what, 20, 25, 26, uh, you know, I'm sure that there are certain, <laughs> there are certain things that you do, put the beard down before going on the ice, things of that nature. Um, you know, what, what do you, how do you keep in shape? It's important if you're going to do any type of that, whether it's a beer league or you're a high level athlete, you need to make sure that you are constantly exercising, especially the, the, uh, you know, your core. Uh, but also your joints that take on a lot of stress. Um, the best way to do that is to have a uh, physical therapy evaluation. Uh, we actually have that here at our physical therapy department. They'll do an evaluation that involves cameras and lots of cool stuff to look at your own body mechanics and then teach you ways to um, to change those body mechanics if they're going to potentially lead to an injury or, or some problems down the road. Um, but you know, your own strength training and cardiovascular fitness and, and core strength is really, really key to keeping you as healthy as possible while you're, while you're uh, performing and really decreases your chance of having a, a major injury. How about, I'm going to switch back and, and talk to you a little bit more about the, the competition that's in July. Um, the way you're structuring your team do you have a certain amount of physical therapists, a certain amount of EMTs, a certain amount of physician assistants, physician, uh, just uh, medical doctors in general? Is there a certain way you structure the team or is it pretty much all hands on deck? We just get the qualified people in the door. So it's a little bit of both of that. Um, obviously, you need bodies that can that can provide medical care, but we have an interesting group because we are very multidisciplinary. So we have some PTs, we have doctors and PAs. Um, we have some people with some EMS training as well. So we get to take all these branches of medicine and healthcare and put them together as a cohesive team. Um, and, you know, we, we will have a hierarchy, so to speak, of, you know, a, a lead medical person. Um, but every person in the job or that's there has kind of their role. And I don't think a lot of uh, other events are going to be structured quite like this. It's going to be really neat. You know, Andy, I always like to ask medical professionals like yourself. Uh, I'm not the most graceful. I'm not going to be. <laughs> I'm not going to be figure skating. Uh, I'm not even going to walk on ice. Uh, I trip going up the stairs versus down the stairs. Uh, but on occasion, you know, I play a mean game of putt putt, but also some beer league softball. And, and in all seriousness, for those of us that play beer league softball or, or other sports, bocce ball, um, you know, up to the professional athlete, what are, 
are the basics? What are the recommendations regarding stretching, hydration, how to prepare to get in the game? Yeah. So it all starts with, uh, obviously, a healthy diet. Um, and, but especially if you're trying to avoid injury and to, and to stay in straight in, in good shape, you need to have a good, uh, stretching program. And it's, it's not good enough to just, stretch your hamstrings a little bit before you go out onto the field. You need to work on stretching almost every day uh, beforehand. And, you know, some, some research, and this is a little bit outside of my, uh, my expertise, but a lot of research is pointing to static stretching just before an event is, is not even considered uh, ideal right now. You want, to, you want to work on your stretching and your flexibility every day um, leading up, you know, every day, within your life, but especially leading up to whatever event you're going to be performing in. So it's not, it's not just about that uh, Sunday night hockey game. It's about being prepared for it all week before you get there. And that week leading up to the event, um, there may or may not be some crown and diets. There might, might be a, a yingling or two. Um, do you, uh, what's the, what's the hydration? Like, is it really the, the week leading up to the event to, to be safe or is it the day of you just pound a lot of water and, and electrolytes and Gatorade? What, what, what do you recommend there? Again, it's always about a healthy lifestyle every day. Um, but especially leading up to the event, you, you definitely want to be hydrated before you go out because once you start sweating and, and everything else, dehydration happens pretty quickly. So you do want to be prepared for a day of, but that healthy lifestyle of good eating and hydration habits um, are, are a daily thing you should be working on. Andy, it's been, we're, we're running short on time. It has been great to have you. I know you have a lot going on. Um, thank you for the time that you've spent with us. Enjoy your day at the Orthopedic Urgent Care out there at Greg Grant. Play some basketball for us. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Thanks so much, Andy.